WTTM 134. This episode of Paul Berry's A Window to the Magic is brought to you by Orlando Attractions Magazine at attractionsmagazine.com. Stay tuned to the end of the show for more information about this new magazine featuring all your favorite Orlando attractions. You're listening to the Window to the Magic.com podcast. Brought to you by windowtothemagic.com. Surround yourself with the magic. Hello and welcome to A Window to the Magic. My name is Paul and as always, I will be your guide through the wonderful world of Disney sound experiences. This show is a weekly trip into the world of the Disney theme parks and resorts and this is the place where you get to use your ears to surround yourself with the magic. Well, hello everyone and welcome to episode number 134 of A Window to the Magic. As we begin, I would like to thank our official travel agent, Jenna, for continuing to sponsor our show. The next time you plan a vacation, please call Jenna at 1-800-593-1262 and let her save you time and money, and be sure to tell her that Window to the Magic sent you. I hope everyone is enjoying their 2008 so far and that everything is looking up for a fun and fabulous year. I just got back to the studio after spending the afternoon seeing Rob, Vince, and the rest of the Side Street Strutters performing live in Palo Alto with the California Pops Orchestra. All I can say is wow. That was a step up from the usual Strutter show and it was a total blast. The bad news? I asked the California Pops if I could get permission for me to share the audio with you all, and I was told that due to the possibility of ruinous litigation, unquote, that I should not release any audio from the performance. Oh well. However, this week, I do have a fun, albeit short, show. Magic Joe is going to take us on another trip into Disneyland's past, and I know that you're all going to enjoy this one, and it's timely, too. Take it away, Joe. Hello. My name is Joe, I'm also known as Magic Joe on the WTTM forums, and welcome to another segment of My Disneyland Memories. This is where I share my magic of Disneyland through personal audio recordings from 20, 30, and almost 40 years ago. The recordings are not virtual recreations, but the actual recording as I personally experienced it. I know it's been a while since my last segment. I did, in fact, prepare a holiday installment, but there were some technical problems. One thing led to another, and by the time I had it resolved, the Christmas season was over. So if you can be patient, stay tuned towards the end of the year to hear it. That is, if 
nothing else comes up to delay it. Depending on when this segment is released, I try to get this off to Paul as soon as I could to coincide with a certain national holiday during the month of February. What I would like to share with you is a recording of an attraction I recorded in 1977, 12 years after the attraction originally opened and 24 years before it closed its doors. Boy, do I feel old. 1977 was the year that the mine train through Nature's Wonderland attraction closed. Monsanto ended their sponsorship of Adventure Through Inner Space. Fantasy on Parade was performed for the final time on January 2nd. However, the Very Merry Christmas Parade debuted on December 17th. The Main Street Electrical Parade resumed performances after the Bicentennial celebrations the year before. And finally, Space Mountain was launched in May. Before I share my recording, let's listen to a little audio piece of what is currently at its present location, which, by the way, will become a Disneyland memory in its own right very soon. Now let's travel back, back to 1977, as we experience and relive the Walt Disney story featuring great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Enjoy. I had another idea that wasn't playing in my brain. 
central character. With a city like that, I thought it would give me a chance to really develop my meaning. The first of that series was called The Southern Badge.
Well, to tell you the truth, we haven't given them a name yet. How would you like, uh, Jose? Ah, would you cross it? This gives me an accent. <laughs> How do you do, Jose? Now it's official. How do you do? Oh, miss my accent. <laughs> well, that's just a little demonstration of audio animatronic figures. Well, let me make sure I understand what, what happens in, in controlling these birds by these extraordinary instruments. You can at the same time record their movements on a tape. That's right. After we get a program, it's like rehearsing the show. And you go through it, rehearse it, rehearse it, and you finally say, that's it. And you say, all right, let's go for a tape. And as we go for a tape, all the things we do here are recorded. And... Then when we play the tape back, he will do everything he's doing here. Or it's all part of a program show, you see. And I, I understand then that the next step beyond the birds has been to do the same kind of programming with human beings. Yes, with human beings, yeah. I'm not going to replace the human beings. I'm <laughs> Just for show purposes, because you take Disneyland down there, we operate 15 hours a day, and these shows are about to go on. Go on on the hour. Now, the Tiki Bird Show goes on three times an hour, and I don't have to stop for coffee breaks and all that kind of stuff, you see? So that's the whole idea. It's just another dimension in the animation that we've been doing all our life. It's absolutely dimensional things and everything. It's a new door, it's a new toy for us, and we're having a lot of fun, and uh, we hope we can really do some exciting things in the future. The idea that most excited Walt Disney was to create a new kind of show about America's presidents, and especially about America's 16th president, Abraham Lincoln. There are many fine statues of Lincoln, Walt told his staff, and some of our best actors have brought him to life on a stage or motion picture screen. But each of these have contributed only in part to our knowledge of Lincoln. There must be some way, Walt Disney said, to create a new kind of portrait of Abraham Lincoln. Today, ladies and gentlemen, no viewing of the whole Walt Disney story would be complete without viewing this dramatic presentation. Now, it gives us great pleasure to invite you to step into our theater to see Walt Disney's Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Presentation, we do request that there please be no eating, smoking, most especially no flash photography. At the conclusion of our show, watch your step as you exit through the doors to your right only. And now we proudly present Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. is what he once wrote about himself. 
I was born February 12, 1809, in Hardin County, Kentucky. My mother, who died in my tenth year, was of a family of the name of Hanks. My paternal grandfather, Abraham Lincoln, immigrated from Rockingham County, Virginia, to Kentucky about 1781 or two, where a year or two later he was killed by Indians, not in battle, but by stealth, when he was laboring to open a farm in the forest. My father, at the death of his father, was but six years of age, and he grew up literally without education. He removed from Kentucky to what is now Spencer County, Indiana, in my eighth year. It was a wild region, with many bears and other wild animals still in the woods. There I grew up. We settled in an unbroken forest and the clearing away of surplus wood was the great task ahead. I was large for my age and had an ax put into my hands at once. And from that to my 23rd year was almost constantly handling that most useful instrument. Less, of course, in plowing and harvesting seasons. I went to ABC schools by little. I think that the aggregate of all my schooling did not amount to one year. What I have in the way of education, I have picked up. I studied English grammar so as to speak and write well, and I nearly mastered the six books of Euclid. At 21, I came to Illinois. At New Salem, I studied what I should do, all of learning the blacksmith trade thought of trying to study law. I rather thought I could not succeed at that without better education. I borrowed law books, took them home, and went at it in good earnest. In the autumn of 1836, I obtained a law license, removed to Springfield, and commenced practice. In 1846, I was elected to the lower house of Congress. I was not a candidate for re-election. In 1854, the law profession almost superseded the thought of politics in my mind. When the repeal of the Missouri Compromise aroused me as I had never been before. What I have done since then is pretty well known. If any personal description of me is thought desirable, it may be said I am in height, six feet four inches nearly lean in flesh, weighing on an average 180 pounds, dark complexion, with coarse black hair and gray eyes, and no other marks or brands recollected. Yours very truly, A. Lincoln. It was from Illinois and his prairie beginning that Lincoln went on to become the 16th president of the United States perhaps the greatest president the nation has ever had. We pay tribute here, not to a man who lived a century ago, but to an individual 
who lives today in the hearts of all freedom-loving people. His prophetic words are as valid for our time as they were for his. And now, the skills of the sculptor and the talents of the artist will let us relive great moments with Mr. Lincoln.
let it be taught in the schools, in the seminaries, and in the colleges. Let it be written in primary, in spelling books and almanacs. Let it be preached from the pulpit, proclaimed in legislative halls, and enforced in courts of justice. And in short, let it become the political religion of the nation. And let the old and the young, the rich and the poor, the grave and the gay, of all sexes and tongues and colors and conditions, sacrifice unceasingly at its altar. And let us strive to deserve, as far as mortals may, the continued care of divine providence, trusting that in future national emergencies, he will not fail to provide us the instruments of safety and security. Neither let us be slandered from our duty by false accusations against us, or frightened from it by menaces of destruction to the government, nor of dungeons to ourselves. Let us have faith that right makes right, and in that faith, let us to the end dare to do our duty as we understand it. This brought back your own memories. For those that personally have grown up going to Disneyland during the same time period, and at least brought back an historical audio understanding of what it sounded like to those younger in age. 
Now, I have to admit, I am a big fan of Steve Martin. Actually seeing him at the boarding house in San Francisco during the 70s, as mentioned in his current autobiography, but I would welcome the return of Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. As many of you know, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln went through various revisions, programming, updates, and presentations during its run. And looking at my notes, I have recordings from the early 70s and the mid-80s. If you're interested in hearing the different versions, let me know on the WTTM forums or send us an email. My name is Joe, and I hope you enjoyed traveling back in time with my Disneyland memories. WTTM and uh, just wanted to express my joy for the WTTM 24. Just, oh my goodness. So, uh, <laughs> very, very ecstatic for it. Uh, yeah, this is uh, David um, or the Grey Album on uh, WTTM forum. So, yeah, just want to wish you luck on your new podcast and I'll tell you how excited I am. So, uh, yeah, hopefully see you at the, see you soon. Thanks, my friend, for the words of encouragement. We're all excited, too. Please join us for Window to the Magic 24, coming February 29, 2008, from the ultimate Disney audio adventure podcasters, Window to the Magic. I know this has been a short show, But be sure to check the feed daily this week, as I'm also going to release a bunch of videos that I've been backlogged on getting to you guys. Two, maybe three videos, maybe even more. And I know that you're going to like them all. So until then, thank you for listening to the Window to the Magic podcast as we continue our third year of bringing you the best audio experiences from throughout the wonderful world of Disney. We appreciate your feedback, 
so be sure to email or call us soon. Email us at podcast at windowtothemagic.com. Call us at 206-984-9886. Join our discussion forums at wttmforums.com. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash wttm. Look for us on MySpace, Facebook, and on DizFriends at www.dizfriends.com. Be sure to tune in next week as Patrick returns with his monthly show. But for now, this has been A Window to the Magic, show number 134, and I'll see you next time. Are you a fan of Orlando attractions and theme parks? Do you miss the old Disney magazine? Hi, I'm Ricky Briganti, host of the Inside the Magic podcast, and I'd like to tell you about Orlando Attractions Magazine. It's a new magazine that covers all of the theme parks and attractions in Orlando, including all of the Walt Disney World theme parks, Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, and SeaWorld. Each issue of the magazine will give you restaurant and resort reports, in-depth features on your favorite rides, photo spreads including what's new and what you may have missed, and much more. If you love Disney theme parks and all the attractions that Orlando has to offer, subscribe today at attractionsmagazine.com. Every other month, a new issue will arrive in your mailbox, and I'm sure you'll spend hours looking at it page after page of exciting news, interesting articles, original cartoons, puzzles, and spectacular color photos. So to subscribe today, just fill out the order form over at attractionsmagazine.com. Surround yourself with the magic.